Welcome everyone to the Esport Entrepreneurship Podcast. Uh, my name is Uzair. I'm a co-host along with Leon Cyphers from LS Esports and Isaac. Oh, I forgot the last name. Kranz. From the Isaac Kranz YouTube channel uh, slash business. Is that your? Is that going to be your legal business name as well? I don't know. I haven't actually thought about that. I probably should. Yeah, you should probably get that LLC. I mean, I guess you don't need it now, but soon enough. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nevertheless, here at the Esport Entrepreneurship Podcast, we're three guys just talking about our businesses, our endeavors within the esports and content creation space. Uh, and, and yeah, we're just in a mastermind talking about our problems. And you, as the viewer, get to listen in as if you're a fly in the room listening to us discuss our businesses unfiltered, unedited. And, and yeah, that is that is how this podcast works. So we're gonna go in a, a circle, a round table sort of thing where everyone kind of shares how their week went and we have a little discussion and then we move on to the next person. So with that, who wants to jump in first? Any, any takers? I go early all the time, so I feel like it's gotta be one of you two. I went first last time, so Leon, do you want to? Leon. Okay, I'll go. I don't. That's why I. I think I'll be pretty fast. Okay. Um, I didn't have like a firm assignment for this week. My assignment was just to keep like being like positive and maintaining, which I've done a pretty good job. Um, so I'm still streaming almost every day. I think I'm gonna take Sundays and Mondays off. Um, Monday is like my Dungeons and Dragons day, so I have to actually leave the house to see friends that day. Um. But what I've started doing, too, is at the beginning of every stream at 11 a.m. Eastern, I'm going over some news. I'm going over some, like, reports. Um, I've been going over a bunch of, like, Nuzu stuff. Um, so I found some, like, they actually have, like, statistical data related to, like, gaming or esports or whatever. So I've been doing one of those every morning. Thumbs up for Nuzu. I love Nuzu. Yeah, this is one I wasn't aware of. Um, I'll have to find, like, other ones because I'll actually run out pretty quickly. Um but yeah, I've started doing that to kind of like uh, help like keep me up and to learn a little bit. So I went over one about like how brands can invest in gaming and it, it seemed like it was more of company focused. But and then yesterday, I think I went over one about like um, diversity and inclusion in esports or in gaming, sorry, and like how it's changed. And there was some like really cool, like unexpected data from that that I really enjoyed. Um. I actually thought about it. I might try turning my like reviews of those and my like reactions into like YouTube content, except my mic likes to turn off after like 15 minutes of not, not giving me audio. It doesn't care if I'm talking into it. If there's no like music playing after 15 minutes, it shuts off. So I found out both of those clips uh, don't work. Mm. That's but, unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. There's no so I, I think I'm actually, no, there's no setting for it. Wow. I actually, yeah, I went online. I downloaded the software. I've gone online to forums with other people doing the same thing. It's just a sleep mode that you can't turn off. <laughs> it's so bad. It okay. is, and I, I love this headset. In every other way, it's a great headset. But it just has this weird sleep mode feature that you can't stop. That's that's um, dumb, yeah. Yeah, so I think I'm actually going to buy myself a mic um, for like Christmas or something. That way I have something better than just this. Um, and that'll solve that problem. Yeah, um, no, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, aside from that, that's still going. I'm still um, editing the book, um, which I wanted to ask uh, when you're when we're expecting that to be like finished, if you've got any kind of date for that. Yeah. So in terms of the book and for anyone listening, and I don't know if Fierce is even aware of this. I'm pretty sure he is. Leon is doing a lot of the editing, so he's going through the chapters and being the person to notice a thousand different grammar mistakes and sentence structure problems <laughs> that are in there. So yeah, the book is, it should be sent into KDP uh, publishing processing in Wednesday and they take about three days to uh, process that. So I'm hoping to launch it December 6th or 7th. Oh, so, okay. So you think we'll be done on the first? Um, yeah, hopefully. That's, yeah, that's the plan. That's that's actually excellent and perfect for other things. So thank you. Thank you. 
<laughs> um, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, that's that's cool. How long I, is it? I, How many pages? Or is that is that a top secret? <laughs> it's not top secret. I think at this point, it when I first started editing it, it was about uh, one hundred fifty thousand. I think now it's about one hundred ten thousand. So it's still words. Yeah, words, words. right? Okay, yeah, I was like. <laughs> What? <laughs> this guy. Yeah, it was probably, probably 400 pages now down to three, 350-ish. Okay, okay. That's doable. Gotcha. Yeah, no, for a second, I was just trying to comprehend a 150,000-page book. I was just like, <laughs> something wrong here, man. This It can't be real. <laughs> Have fun editing that, Leon. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I was... Yeah, I was talking to him like before this. I've actually enjoyed going through it. I think the book is turning out really well. Um, I really don't have a lot of harsh criticisms as far as like writing style or anything. Most of what I'm getting are just like weird grammar mistakes. So it's it's pretty good. Um, outside of the book, one thing I wanted to comment on, which was you making like short YouTube videos on the Nuzu stuff or any other like stats and stuff you learn about esports, right? I think that's a fantastic idea. Um, you know, there's only probably a couple people that do it and they do it in more of a long form, uh, like, uh, Devin Nash and some others who do it in a longer form. Um, so I have, I think having them in like a non hour long form would be good. I also <laughs> think you could do a really good job in, um, in short form content with a great hook saying, did you know blank? Right. Cause that's a immediate, someone's going to stay for a couple seconds longer if you give them that hook. And if they're, you know, if they're niched into gaming and you are as well, right. Or gaming, esports, whatever. And then you throw up the stats, like, uh, like what you tweeted out, um, just the other day, I think it was, uh, male versus female player base in esports. I could be wrong. I, it was, yeah. So that was the diversity and inclusion guide, which all of everything yeah. on news. Well, the stuff I'm reading on news zoo is free. They have paid stuff, but I'm not even it's not going to be worthwhile for me to do that. Yeah, well, the, um, their paid tier is ridiculously expensive, at least last time I looked. Because yeah. original, I was looking at New Zealand a lot like a year ago, and I was like, wow, this is so cool. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll pay 10 bucks a month for that. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not 10 bucks a month. <laughs> no, these are like for like five? heavy business. Like, yeah, wasn't yeah, it like whatever. a grand a month or something like that? I can't remember. It was something huge. Yeah, fun fact, when I actually started the consulting stuff, I thought it was worth it to pay. So I ended up paying like 3K. Uh, for I don't know if it was for a year or something, but I paid in, and then I realized all this data is like the gaming industry. I was hoping for esport um, stuff, so thankfully I got a refund. I actually re uh, reached out to News. Oh, cool! COVID hit around the time, so I told them I was financially struggling because of COVID, which wasn't incorrect in the sense that 3K was a lot, but um, but they're like, yeah, sure, we'll refund you. No worries, uh, stay safe. And I was like, thank God, because <laughs> I would have wasted three thousand dollars on information that would have been completely useless. Yeah, no, but it's it's very cool. So, my, anyways, my point is, you could totally make sixty second videos that people, not just like me, but like generic, you know, people who have some sort of interest in pro gaming at any level or gaming in general, would be like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know there were stats on this, right? Because it's not like that stuff. Like Newsu has some free stuff, and they put out like a yearly a yearly overall report as well. Um, that's free, and uh, that stuff's interesting, but that stuff is not broadly circulated and so you can put that in the public eye so i think doing youtube and putting it in, on short form content would do well i'm always the proponent for short form content though <laughs> so that so actually i uh i probably misunderstood what do you mean by short form do you mean actual youtube shorts which are like 60 seconds or do yeah you mean like... short by short form content i always mean youtube shorts instagram reels and tiktok and snapchat okay. spotlight if you want to throw that in there but, okay. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I thought you meant to do like my hour or 40 minutes, whatever, and condense it down to like 15 minutes for a YouTube video. I would say do that as well. I would say oh, okay. oh. I would say condense it those reports down to a normal size YouTube video, which is normal size is like usually 10 10 ish minutes, right? And then um, because there are people doing hour long ones that you know have been CEOs of esports orgs, right? They're you know they're they have a whole lot more knowledge, but a niche that may not be filled. Something I was, you know, one of the many things I was hoping to fill when I was going to do the esports lore channel was 
the kind of 10 to 15 minute size of, hey, these are the different numbers. Here's why these numbers matter. Here's, you know, where they come from, blah, 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 blah. And I think that's something you can fill. It's just an idea. Obviously, do do what you think is best. But I think having those in a normal size YouTube video and on short forms. Sorry, I always mess with this cord while on the podcast. Um, I think is is a very good idea. Yeah, the shorts actually would probably be really easy. And I haven't I've I've fallen from TikTok a little bit. So if I do one, there's really no reason not to upload to both. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um. But that's that's it for current stuff for future projects. Um, but also, all of this is after the book is done because that's like my priority when I'm not streaming right now. Um, doing, I still like I like the idea of the podcast thing. I think the most difficult part for it would be putting together some methodology for finding participants every week. Um, so I would have to like figure out like a very like I, I don't want to spend like hours to find one person. Um, and a name, because I get decision paralysis on names. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I think... Am I good? I'm trying to think. So in ter- decision paralysis in terms of the name of your podcast, you mean? Oh, for everything. Um, if I ever play like a role-playing game and I have to build a character, that's at least an hour. If I have to name my character, that's probably an extra two hours if the names I default use are locked or already taken. <laughs> <laughs> then you just have you just have someone else choose for you man <laughs> yep i tried doing that before my, my friends won't uh support me in that anymore they've done it too many times <laughs> right well then make a list close your eyes and put your finger on the piece of paper and then choose that one don't even do that get a random name generator <laughs> or i mean do well, that, that yeah i was just saying if you have five you like and you're having a hard time to choosing you know just choose one um, yeah, I thought about doing something like naming it like co-op for like one-on-one interviews, but co-op is starting to be used for more like business and political means. So I don't know if that's actually a good idea, but yeah. this, this doesn't need to take a lot of discussion because it's still, I'm not even like starting this until after everything else is done. Gotcha. gotcha. I'm just kind of like thinking of it like around. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Is it, is it? Me or you there next? That's the real question. I can go next. Uh, not a problem. Go ahead. Okay. So I've been, so unlike the week before, last week has been a pretty boring week. Just a lot of edit or a lot of, yeah, a lot of editing slash writing, uh, fixing up any areas that are missing and editing the parts that have been done and sending it off to Leon to do the final edit where or i guess the semi-final edit because then i would do the final edit with his notes but yeah that's pretty much been the week in its entirety um (laughs) so the book is planned to be launched as i was mentioning uh this either or not this but december 6th or 7th which is the monday or tuesday not the coming one but the one after and hopefully it'll be start to get processed within kdp wednesday um, and then Thursday, Friday, to Saturday, I'll be prepping a lot of the launch material because there's stuff in addition to the book, like the some of the pages, websites I need to at least set up, at least set up a landing page saying this page needs to be built. Uh, so I'll come back later. And a lot of the marketing material, just like small graphics, uh, which isn't going to be too bad. It's just I need to put that all together over the ending part, latter part of the week before the launch on the Monday or Tuesday. And then after that's all done, so the week after the book is, once it's launched, it's going to be a lot of uh, doing product market fit analysis, uh, scheduling like a, sh- a ton of calls, um, just talking to people, understanding what the product could be for my bootcamp service, assuming it is a bootcamp. That's currently the idea, but I'm also okay, open to changing how that product looks based on uh, user feedback and hopefully preparing either for the antler or venture catalyst program that's going to come in January, February. So, um, actually a, a, another thing I'll add to that. And, but this is probably the last thing is that next week as well. What I'm thinking is I need to drop YouTube in its entirety, like watching it. I don't know if you guys are like this too, but I'm, I've actually started to look in terms of how much time I was spending in YouTube and it's way more than I anticipated. 
and it's not somewhere I want to spend any more time. So I'm like, I want to drop it out of my life entirely. So I, I got a blocker on my phone. I got some blockers on my computer as well, hoping to cut that out because if that's cut out, I basically lost 90% of the things that kind of were distractions before um, because YouTube and gaming has pretty much been the most of it. And besides that, once that's gone, it's like I basically work and um, nothing too major in terms of technological distractions is what I mean. But, but yeah, that is a, um, that was a synopsis of my, my week in a nutshell and the stuff I'm looking at for the next few weeks. Gotcha. That's interesting that you're blocking out YouTube entirely. Uh, it's just, I'm a, little, mm-hmm. I'm a little on the fence about it. Like uh, I, I, I see, I see one side. I think it's mostly cause I see it from the reason that I would keep YouTube. Cause I could totally see why the uses of blocking it, right? It's just another big distraction. It's it's a thing that can really suck you in. It's programmed to keep your attention, right? That's all social media's number one priority is to keep the users on the platform, right? For advertisers. So um, yeah, I can see why cutting it. From my perspective, I to me, it's important that I understand YouTube is a good way for me to get at a glance current events in the realms that I care about. Um, it is almost a at a glance news source without even watching the YouTube videos. I can say who's talked to who, I can see who's signed to which team, I can see whatever it is. Uh, and because YouTube recommend is very tailored to me. And also I can, I keep track of YouTube in terms of knowing how the algorithm and such works and to me it's important to know how different social media that's the reason i haven't there's some social medias like um like tiktok for instance which i really just don't i don't like too much but i think it's important at least to me and my interest in marketing and my interest in making online content to understand what the current meta is and what works and if i delete the platforms like if I delete them, right, night say I go back um, in a few months, well, I have to actually spend catch-up time to try to relearn what is currently working or what have you. If I stay somewhat in the know, then uh, you know I I don't you know suffer that. Obviously, that's me. You you have different priorities than me, but that's how my mind works with it. And I'm curious, like if you're planning on using you know, YouTube marketing or social media marketing in the future, you know, that might be a hit you somewhat take if you are out of it, because when you're not in it, you're not going to understand it as well when you come back to it. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. In fact, when I initially was thinking about the business and how it's going to grow, my thought as well was content marketing as a primary means of marketing. But now I'm kind of rethinking just, um, just like, looking at what other people are doing and I'm potentially thinking I'm not even going to try to invest into content marketing. Like maybe I continue with the SEO stuff in the future, depending on if it makes sense. But for the most part, I think advertisements are just where the, the ROI can really, really work out because you have a direct, you have, you have a direct ROI, right? Like you know how much money you put in and then you know what your conversion rate is, you know what your customer lifetime value is and you know what their um, drop off is and how much you're making per person acquired versus content marketing where like you you put something out there and obviously over time if you put a certain number of stuff out there something's going to take off something's going to give you a certain amount of traction and stuff lasts a lot longer and it's free obviously to make that content marketing so like like there is value in content marketing i've definitely thrived off of it for consulting and everything i've done so far just right now i don't think that's the direction i would go but in the future assuming see like the difference between you and I is that you are watching YouTube in a very logical, understandable, like like smart, I guess. Like you're looking at it to understand the system, to understand how everything's working, looking at the the business relationships and anything that affects you. I'm watching it to waste time. Like that is, in, mm-hmm. in a nutshell, why I'm looking at it. And in the future, if I ever needed to uh, do anything on YouTube, I would hire a consultant or talk to someone like you and understand that rather than spend the time myself. Because I wouldn't, even if I was watching YouTube, I wouldn't understand uh, any of the business stuff unless I talked to a content expert like yourself, for example. 
That's that's fair. Well, first off, let me pause you. I don't know if I'm necessarily a content expert. I would like to think of myself as such, but there are people out there who know a lot more than I, I do. I, I would say you're you're <laughs> fairly you're fairly competent in terms of all things social media and algorithms and stuff. Like you would be a point of contact I would reach out to if I ever super cared. About yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take competent. I don't know when I think expert, I think like top one percent. I'm like I don't know, man. Well, maybe, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. And I mean, I'm not going to like pretend like I, you know, all the time I spend on YouTube is purely just analyzing the algorithm. But that is something just because I'm a competitive person, right? When I'm playing a video game, I optimize to make my game and be better at the game. I don't play for people don't people don't understand because they keep telling me that you should play for fun. And I tell them that winning is fun. (laughs) Like that is what fun is to me, right? Doing well at something is fun. So I am the same way with YouTube. There's plenty of times I watch things because they're fun or I enjoy them, but at the same time, I unpay attention. So I won't, I won't sit on some high horse and be like, "Yes, every moment is spent productive on YouTube." But I do, I do like the fact that you mentioned that. That's that probably is true because I do spend a lot of time. And that's another thing. Not not to try to like segue this onto me or anything, but it's something weird I've noticed. I used to waste a whole lot more time on YouTube, and. I don't know what happened, but I am getting recommended slash the people I'm subscribed to are posting stuff that maybe I'm aging out of it. Maybe the recommended isn't as good, but I'm being far less over the past, I don't know, six months, I would say I've been far less entertained on YouTube than any time since I started watching YouTube like 11 years ago. Wow. I have no clue why. That's a complete side note, but I really am curious as to why that is. Um, but that's again, a complete side. Okay. And in that case, if you're just using it to waste time, then I 100% agree with, with what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm watching like right now, I'm only watching it to watch like useless, uh, Spider-Man stuff. Super excited for that movie, by the way. (laughs) But, um, I I didn't actually know. I didn't actually know you there. You did, you did anything outside of work. Come on. I didn't know this. (laughs) What? (laughs) There's a movie you're excited for. Yeah, are I, you an are you an MCU fan? Uh, <laughs> I, I, like, I like Spider-Man because I've watched it when I was a kid, specifically like the 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 Toby the the first series. I forgot his last name. Uh, Toby Maguire. Yeah, Toby Maguire series. Um, so I'm I'm super excited for any Spider-Man movie, but outside of that, not super into the MCU. Just like Spider-Man as a character, but but yeah, no, I. I really, my big goal, and in fact, I actually joined, uh, something I forgot to mention is I've joined an accountability group. It's pretty expensive, but it's like an upsell to the focus locks up that I do. Um, I think it's like it's $50 a week or something. So it's not uh, not cheap at all. But I, one of my big goals in that is that I want to be as efficient as possible, at least have my time accounted for, right? Like if I dedicate time to recreation, I want it, like I can do recreation, but it needs to be like very controlled, very like, specific and i need and ideally i come into a point where my recreation is also productive in the sense that it's helping me accomplish my goals so for example if i wanted to get better at drumming per se my recreation time was to drum or if i wanted to get better at fitness my recreation time was to go for a run or something like that like that would be the ideal situation um but but yeah it's like i really like i'm not i'm not perfect at any any means and i'm so so flawed so even though i really want to be like how you described always working uh at least always productive not super into this kind of stuff um and not to say it's bad per se it's just not how i want to live my life right now it is very flawed there's so much i can improve there's so much i want to improve uh, which is why i like your videos and the way you're going fierce with your co- content is like you're you have the same mindset it's like you've got so much different stuff you want to learn improve on implement that be accountable to people come back in a week and say this is what i did so it's very it's very awesome to see the stuff that you're going to be built posting out uh, in the coming weeks Gotcha, gotcha. Is that a segue? Is that a segue to me or do, do we have any? Okay. Um, so not, not necessarily a ton this week to talk about. So um, potential opportunity. Um, I can't talk about it a lot. Um, I'm still waiting for a call back, a second call, and I'm trying to get that to happen on Monday. The person I'm talking to is very busy. Um, this isn't really in relation to my channel at all, but it just affects my life, which is, uh, I might be working. Okay. 
might, as in very, very low chance. Probably I would give it realistically a 5% chance of happening, uh, but I might end up working at a startup, uh, a software mm. as a service startup, um, and um, which it, it depends on a lot of factors because I'm not going to leave my current job unless I get more money and or more equity. Um, that's not really much of a reason to, to me. Um, cause I, I don't particularly like my current job, but you know, it pays decently well. So, and it gives me time to, you know, uh, invest my time towards things like my YouTube channel and a bunch of other things. Right. Um, and I, so I'm only really interested if it's the sort of thing that's like, Hey, we have, you know, fairly normal work weeks, right. If it's going to tyrannize my time then, and, you know, not pay me more or barely pay me more then it's not really worth it to me. Um, but you know, on the potential upside, again, if I'm able to get into this, I may be able to get in on a team of, you know, less than, I don't know. I really don't have very few details, maybe less than 10 people, um, and get equity and, um, and be working in something. Well, it's almost guaranteed to be something I'm more interested in because the current company I work for is like a payroll and benefits company, which just isn't entertaining in the least. Um, so we'll see. Um, yeah, I hope my boss doesn't my, my boss doesn't watch this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's very unlikely. It's very unlikely. So, um, but it's just something that you know. Given uh, I had a connection who's connected with this person who said I should give them a call. So, we'll see. That'll probably we'll probably know if that is going in that direction or not this coming week. Outside of that, um, so in regards to that, I like cut doing the videos last week because I was writing down a bunch of stuff preparing for uh, me being on the phone call with the person who uh, would be owning this software as a service. And he runs a bunch of businesses, a very smart, very wealthy guy. Uh, so I wanted to make sure I had my stuff straight. Um, so uh, in regards to that, also, this is a decision I made before I decided to cut the last video. I decided to switch my last video, which was going to be on a different topic. I can't remember if I mentioned this last week or not, but I decided to switch it to being about time management. So teaser, spoiler, whatever you want to call it, everybody. My next video is about time management, which I know user is going to have a bunch of thoughts for that one. Um, it is, uh, I might be making it kind of a, some something of a two-parter where I'm going to make a video saying here are some you know methods for time management and here's what I'm going to implement and here's you know basically do a time breakdown of a day of a normal day for me and then basically say here's what I'm going to try to eliminate and or you know restructure in terms of actually scheduling my time and what you know how much time am I spending on my phone tracking and then seeing where I end up in a week right and basically saying, here's what worked for me. Here's what didn't, you know, who knows if that worked for everybody else, but this is what worked and here's why it worked. Um, so I decided to switch to time management because I just realized with how much I'm making these videos, I'm like, wow, I really need better time management. I'm just going to make a video on it and then therefore really implement that. To me, the biggest thing is eliminating time wasters and actually having a set, uh, schedule in terms of blocking things out. Um, hashtag ad time blocks. I'm not actually using them. I just thought of them as soon as I knew user was going to say something. So um, other than that, uh, I've been quite productive this Thanksgiving break. I had a couple of days off because of it. Um, I've been cleaning out my entire PC. I cleaned out my entire downloads folder, which was took wow. quite a bit of time. I cleaned out all my folder structures. I have I organized all my clips and I've been editing them out uh, for my gaming channel and have just a few left. And then I will be have a completely clean PC because, well, A, um, I want, I just kind of want that stuff out there. I want a clean PC. Uh, I like that idea. Um, and B, I bought a new PC, which is going to be getting here sometime in the next week. Awesome. Um, and yeah, it's a lot of money, but I got it on a really, really good deal. So um, that will help with, uh, you know, rendering videos because as my videos get more and more advanced, they're going to take longer to render, be more annoying, I'm quite sure in that way. 
Um, so nice graphics card for that. And for when I play games, being able to push higher Hertz is always more fun to me to have more of a competitive advantage. So, um, that's about it. Uh, that's about it for me this last week. Any input, any criticisms? What did I do wrong? <laughs> I also bought blue light glasses. So these aren't, I don't need these. These aren't real glasses. These are blue light glasses. Oh. If you notice, they only really reflect blue. Kind of. Wow. Well, yeah, I did notice it looks you got three monitors there. What is on them? <laughs> oh, no. Though, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, I bought these because um, a lot of my, my friends here <laughs> in general, they, they are very pro everything I'm not, such as being you know irresponsible and stuff um so they love having just tons of blue light in their rooms up late at night and so whenever i see that it actually hurts my eyes i was like huh well if all blue light really bugs my eyes i might as well just kind of get rid of it as much as possible so when i'm around uh displays and stuff i tend to wear this and helps me feel better so can i and it's good for sleep as well can i ask because this is a question i've always kind of had is that why why get blue and, and this is like I, i'm asking because i actually don't know um is there a benefit of getting blue light glasses over having a blue light like filter on your monitor like i can download yes. flux okay what is it because i'm curious so so flux um it's not a huge difference but in terms of um which is something i'll be doing for my videos it's something my uh a friend pointed out to me it's something i noticed so there are a bunch of little minor things, but I guess a few minor things add up, right? So for the first thing, uh, Flux, I have tried. Um, I've tried many different configurations of Flux. It always bugged my eyes, okay. like on the anti-warm stuff. Uh, not a ton, but then the the ones that filtered it less, less bugged me. And I was like, okay, well, you know, it's not as effective. Um, so that for one. For two, I'll be color grading my videos a lot in the future at some point. You know, there will be a, a video where I'm like, okay, the thing I'm going to improve is really color grading, making certain things pop or certain things more dull or whatever. And that really helps uh, in video engagement, right? Because the video just looks more engaging. All right. Um, it's just part of video editing. And when you wear blue light glasses, it very much less affects the color gamut on the screen versus something like Flux. As something my buddy who does graphic design for a living, my roommate, pointed out to me. Um, cause I was talking, I was talking with him about this very same topic, like a week ago, two weeks ago. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, don't they do the same thing? He's like, no, not exactly. Like the, the, the glasses make it where there's barely a difference. The only difference is in blues, whereas flux completely changes like colors. So he could edit something out for a client. And if he's wearing, if he's, he's got flux on in any you know manner, it's going to be a different result on his client's screen. I'm like, oh, okay. So again, a couple minor reasons. Also, I did a little bit of Googling. I'm not sure how true it is. I'm not 100%, but I've heard that blue light glasses are more effective at it than a filter as well. Oh. Um, point is, all those three things are kind of minor things, but it was enough that, you know, this these were like five, 10 bucks on Amazon. It wasn't like, you know, I'm spending. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. No, well, I paid, I think, $11 for a pair of two. So I was like, okay, you know, it's really not. It's not like uh, flux versus three hundred dollars or something, right? So, yeah, that that was basically my main reasoning. Got it. About well, it. I'm looking forward to that video about why you should get blue light glasses because after watching, <laughs> I buy it myself. I had no idea about any of this. That's interesting. I'll set up an Amazon affiliates link too. Start <laughs> yeah, doing some do affiliate it. marketing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Amazon terminated my affiliate link. I think if you don't get sales or at least a number of sales each month, they terminate it. So you got to be careful there. Really? I did That's not know that. Yeah. Yeah, I, huh. I had like a few dollars in there. It wasn't anything big, but I'm pretty sure I lost all the money. I, again, it was just a few dollars, but um, but because I didn't get sales in a few months. So I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. I guess then one should only do that once you've got like, you feel like you've got a big enough market that you can guarantee, you know, when you link something, at least a couple of people will buy. That's, I guess that's probably what you have to do. Yeah, because otherwise, you know, you just throw it out there and be like, "Man, I hope someone buys the product this month." Hope for the best, but 
yeah, that's that's what I'm working on. That's my update. So I guess another another question I have is for because I know you missed the video this week, which I, I forgot your reason, but I know it's a good one. So like, that's fine. But my question is, is there something that you can do now? So in the future, you won't have to miss a week. Like, is there a buffer thing you can do or some sort of way you can prevent that? Just become more time efficient. All right, there you go. That's <laughs> that that's that's quite literally the that's quite literally the answer to a whole lot of my problems in terms of these and in terms of me being like, you know, Sunday or Monday night. <laughs> oh my gosh, I gotta you know work on this a ton. And I mean, to be fair, I have you know I like Leon. I have a D and D evening, right? And that evening, you know, uh, that's very important to me. That's that's Wednesday evenings for me. Um, this leads into a different discussion, which is to me, there are certain things that are to a certain extent, non-negotiable, right? There are certain things that are important enough in my life in terms of being outside with people, you know, entertainment, like snowboarding, for instance, something mm -hmm. I just love with a passion that I just will not drop. So to me, it's things like that, that I have to, my goal is to balance towards, you know, productivity and the things I really care about. And anything that is down here, that's only a little bit productive or only a little bit entertaining to me, that stuff is mainly pointless. That's the main stuff I want to get rid of. Cause I think a lot of people tyrannize their own time a lot when they try to make a schedule, they're like, they schedule every, you know, 15 minutes of every day and they don't give themselves any like time to, you know, watch YouTube or watch a movie or spend time with friends or, you know, heck even, you know, exercise or whatever. Right. But if you do all purely that stuff, you know, then you're going to end up in a situation where you, you know, you, you really, really want to see something entertaining, right? You're, you're running on 120% all the time. And so for me, I think I have a decent balance in terms of focusing those things. I'm, I'm totally not, you know, I don't have a problem with, I'm not throwing away all my, you know, my friends or the things I really love doing. I am trying to throw away the stuff where it's like, where did that hour go? You know, if my time is worth $50 an hour, then I just wasted $50. Would I pay someone else, you know, that much money for <laughs> to watch TikTok for an hour? No, you know, it, now, but if it was watching a, an episode of a show I've been looking forward to for a year and a half, right? I'm going to pro well, <laughs> hopefully <laughs> love that, right? Hopefully it's not terrible. Um, <laughs> there's a show I could name here, um, but uh yeah, no, it, it uh, that's kind of my main idea, which is I want to have some good structure and schedule and I want to throw out the stuff that's just, you know, it's sitting at the bottom. It's not doing me any good. I just use it to fill time. And I, I really hate the idea of just, you know, a filling time. I've only got so much of it, man. I want to use it well. <laughs> uh, that's kind of, that's my rhyme or reason behind the, all this. I think a really good book for all three of us to read, I want to reread it in December, um, is Essentialism by Greg McMillan. It is amazing. It's my second favorite book of all time. But basically, he talks about exactly what you're talking about here. He's like, uh, you, you want to only invest your efforts into the most important things so you can have extra time to do what you, obviously you want to do while also moving forward because like what most people do is and he got this conclusion by interviewing a ton of um like middle level executives is that what people tend to do is when they start off they do a bunch of random stuff and they gain some success uh, from doing a bunch of stuff because they put an egg in every basket sort of thing something ends up taking off and because they got their middle level success by doing that they're like okay let me repeat this to get that success again but they cannot move forward like they stuck at they get stuck at middle level because they're doing everything and taking on every opportunity and taking on every um, thing. And then he, the book is basically a mindset change where it's like, you should be only investing in the things that matter. Um, and, and, and in terms of your work, but also your personal life, like his book kind of originated because he ended up going to a meeting uh, when his wife was giving uh, birth to her, his, his child. So he's like, how could I have given that up? And the worst part is nothing came from that meeting. Uh, so it was like a complete waste of a oh, meeting and geez. yeah, so it, it's a very good, good book. So I, I think it's something I want to reread and I think, I think it's something it's worth even maybe possibly incorporating into a video or something along that nature, or if not just something to read for the sake of reading.
Yeah, no. That's another thing I've been really wanting to do, which is not typical Isaac, is I've been wanting for the past couple of months to read. I've read a lot of books I want to read, which if you had asked 17, 16, 13, any age, Isaac, if he wanted to read, the answer would always have been no. <laughs> um, Isaac always hated reading. He liked listening to things and watching things. Um, but um, and to me being able to set aside you know, time and kind of, you know, block out my time and the schedule gives me time that I get, you know, in general guarantee towards, um, you know, reading, even if it's, you know, 20 minutes a day or whatever that, you know, that is a thing that is more and more important to me. And I, I, I completely agree with that to me. I want to be doing the things that are genuinely important to me. Um, yeah, I think that's a good thing to do with friends as well. I'm a very extroverted person. I used to have Gosh, probably I was juggling probably like six different entire friend groups and I was doing that in college and um, I had a lot of fun doing it, but like I could never make it to every group's thing and some groups didn't care and some groups felt snubbed and it was just like, you know, man, I'm, (laughs) I'm like, you know, the extroverted guy who's like the life of the party for half these groups and then I can't show up, you know, because I'm at another group's thing. I'm trying to, and I'm just managing my time between a ton of different people for not really any reason. And I made a conscious effort. I think I probably mentioned this before we did the podcast at one of our events where I made a conscious effort to like filter down who I actually cared about and who actually cared about me. Um, because that's, you know, that's what really matters. You know, who is my best interest and whose best interest do I have in mind? Who am I just being there to be there, right? What do I really enjoy? Do I really enjoy? And I, you know, I have, you know, one one of my most important friend groups now, you know, is a group of guys I've known for, gosh, some of them for half my life, really smart ones too. And we have a lot of like serious discussions. That's something I grow from and I learn from and I gain a lot from. Right. When I spend time with uh, with people to, you know, do things I care about, I want it to be things that, you know, uh, I'm trailing off. But, you know, I filtered that down to probably what, two friend groups now, I would say. And both of them being a whole lot smaller because they themselves, you know, filtered out some people. And that can sound really bad. It's like we're getting rid of the trash or whatever. But it's like, no, like the people who really matter, I guess. And that's something I've really focused on this last year. And it's something I think I've succeeded at, but I want to do that to myself with my time. I want to filter out the things that don't really matter. So I'm working on the things that do matter. You know, the fun and the entertainment is the high level and the, the work and the things I'm productive at are at a high level. If they're at a low level, I'm not gaining much from them. It's just time wasted. I'm repeating my points, but you get it. Yeah, I think I understand. Yeah, that's that, that's that's awesome. I, Leon, do you have any any thoughts? I know I keep jumping in here, so I wanted to give you some <laughs> space. Um, not really. I'm sorry. No need. Le- Leon's the the Leon's get the watchful one on the side, and, I, for, and, for, and then eventually one of these episodes, he's gonna he's gonna talk the entire time. He's there and I are gonna get a word in edgewise. It's all gonna come out. <laughs> you know what, Isaac? Your channel's stupid. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually very excited about your time management video as well because that's actually something. Not that I've researched, but something I've actually done a lot with myself, like self-experimentation. Yeah. So the angle that you go with it, like, because I know, actually, another question is, are you going to, actually, no, that is what you explained. You are going to start doing it on yourself now, making those modifications. So seeing how, the, what those modifications are, then how they actually turn out, that's going to be very useful for me to see, okay, is this something I even want to try out? Like, if it worked for you, if it didn't work, why didn't it work? And that's going to be, I think that's going to be very, very cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's going to be tough because I have to really make them put them into habits and they can't become habits in just a week. Um, But the goal of the week is to kind of just see, okay, what is, you know, what's realistic? What can I realistically do, you know, with realistic scheduling, realistic getting rid of things that waste time. And then once I brought it, you know, see, okay, here's the difference. Here's the amount of minutes or hours I gained back. 
in the last week on a daily basis. I brought it down to here and I think, you know, I might be able to do more, but this is a good realistic level. And now I'm going to work based on, mm. you know, this level and then build habits from there. And then maybe in three months or something like that, revisit it and say, all right, here's how I did it in terms of the habit. I haven't really thought through a ton of that yet. Cause I mean, I could do a ton of videos eventually uh, revisiting things and saying, Hey, here's how this worked as a habit. Here's how it didn't. Here's the other things I did to make it work for me. Cause there's tons of things right where I'm talking about a video. I'm like, all right, I'm making this a habit and then just gone. Um, right now I'm focusing mostly on just making, you know, the content and just, you know, saying I'm starting with them as a hobbit, as a hobbit, as a habit. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, maybe in a year or something when I feel like, you know, I'm because I have a ton of content ideas. Once I feel like I'm a little bit more dry on those, I can kind of revisit those and say, all right, hey, I need to revisit this. So that this didn't quite stick or, hey, this is this became a habit. This worked. And um, but that that's, you know, off in the future. So. That's that. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm very interested in seeing how your videos go. But I, I think this is definitely a long run sort of thing. Like you're going to do some stuff and then figure it out, then pivot, then do some stuff and then pivot until you kind of have that direction. Yep. Okay. But I, I think, I think with that, we can end it off uh, by setting up what we want to keep ourselves accountable to for last week, the same way or for next week, the same way we did last week. So I know for myself, the two things are going to be a, uh, no YouTube whatsoever next week. Um, even, I mean, I might make an exception for something very specific related to the book that I need to check out or it's something information that I need to check out. But for the most part, trying to strip it away, even if it is uh, educational stuff, just so it's kind of like caffeine. It's like strip it away so I don't have that dependency. And then maybe I incorporate only the important stuff like educational stuff. But for now, just keeping it out. Um, and then also obviously finishing up that book by Wednesday uh, and the marketing material before our next call. Gotcha. Uh, for me, I didn't write these down, but basically, um, make the video, get the video out, um, probably on Monday or Tuesday as usual, and then, um, get the video out and then spend the week. And I, I guess the general goal, the general goal is to set, to have a schedule or at least somewhat of a, a loose schedule. Um, but the, the number one goal is to see how much I can realistically cut uh, time wasted using things like that can track, especially uh, thankfully iOS is a really good tool for tracking exactly what apps you're using and what categories they fit in and how you're, how much you're wasting on them. So measuring a control day, just trying to go about everything as normal. Um, actually I don't even necessarily need to do that cause I already have the history of my stuff, but that's just for phone. I, I do need to monitor the other ways I waste time throughout the day. Um, saying control day and then working on just bringing that down as far as I realistically can in terms of wasted time and then um, staying that way. <laughs> That's those are the goals. I don't know if staying that way constitutes something in the one week goal, but uh, getting to that point, I guess is something that would be there. So making the video and uh, bringing the time wasted down to a good level. Um. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing with streaming because that's going pretty consistently well. Continue editing the book. Um, and that should be done about halfway through the week. So I guess the other half of the week I need to start like actually figuring out the podcast stuff and uh, sh whatever short form content is going to mean. Cool. I'll have to give some thought into that. Let us know if you need uh, name ideas for the podcast. I might. <laughs> that's fine. I'll... The I'll it doesn't take me. I'm very, I'm very creative, so it doesn't take me a lot of time to come up with names. The real question oh, is I, if you'll like any of them. <laughs> oh, I, I don't think I'm creative at all. But the, the main thing for the podcast is figuring out a, a methodology to find people consistently, because that, gotcha. that to me is going to be the most difficult part of starting this. The difficult part of starting, I don't think, in the long run, if you keep the podcast up for a long time, that'll become a problem because it eventually gets to the point where people are, you know, interested when you reach out and then you'll eventually have people reaching out to you. Um, and at that point, you know, it won't be hard at all. Just at the very start of it, though. Yeah, it'll just be like maintaining my like thoughts and energy on it that long. The, 
one thing that might make it make your life a lot easier is that you set up maybe the first two, three, four weeks with people that you know, and then during that first week, you start reaching out for your fifth week, your sixth week, your seventh week, and that way you can start building up that buffer uh, so you're not scrambling each week to find someone. Because like when I signed up to speak on the eSport Business Network, for example, I he signed me on in January. He scheduled me for like April. I, I mean, that was completely fine. And when I went to the wild, wide world of eSports, I was two months out. Um, so like, so my point with that is to say that you can definitely schedule people a long way out and it won't be a problem. Obviously, it depends on if they're going to show up. Hopefully they will. But um, I don't think most people have that kind of issue anyways, the show upping part. If you yeah, want to talk I, about. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I say I like the idea of starting of like creating a buffer of guests or videos before I actually start trying to make this a weekly thing. And if you, you know, if you want a guest to talk about just about anything esports, I'm right here. Okay. <laughs> Especially my uh, opinions on Apex Pro League and the Overwatch League. I could talk about those for a while. Too long, really. Like a great I, episode. Yeah, I, I don't know much about either of those. I feel like I've studied Blizzard as a whole well, but not like Overwatch independently and that makes you perfect to be the interviewee asking questions about the apex pro league yeah yeah uh, see that's the yeah finding people that know stuff i don't that'd actually be like a really that, that's a good way to think about it yeah and yeah i mean yeah no my, my see my brain's already racing about thoughts about both of those <laughs> things mostly well not for ALGS, for Overwatch League, mostly negative things. But that can be quite entertaining <laughs> if you want to hear negative things and, and have what they should do to fix it for Overwatch 2 before their entire esports. Man, 200 million, dude, 200 million for a YouTube deal and their viewership just disappeared, man. Is it worth it? I don't know. I don't know. There you go. Yeah. That's your they, first they lost. Yeah, they lost a lot of stuff. That would actually be really good. <laughs> They've lost a lot. The Blizzard. We could just do a, a whole like series on Blizzard as a case. I could, study I could do so do. many episodes <laughs> on Blizzard. Here's and what. By the time we're done with it, they'll, they'll, more stuff will come out that we can. By the time we're done with it, on. Blizzard probably won't be a company anymore. Honestly, <laughs> we would just Don't have new content questions. every week for years. <laughs> Here's what not to do in terms of internal company game design esports org support um just everything <laughs> it's crazy and then we'll get blacklisted you won't be able to interview anyone from blizzard if your podcast blows up <laughs> okay yeah i got i got down everyone's commitment so i'll look forward to hearing how everything went for everyone else but i think that's it for this episode yeah, this was interesting, very exciting to see where everyone's going. I think this is kind of perfect, the stuff we're discussing for a Q4 sort of thing. Like we're ramping up for January and February and the Q1, basically. So it's cool stuff. Yeah, with that, I will see you guys all later. Take care. See ya. See ya. Bye.